The City of Jackson's Visitors and Conventions Commission reminds us to shop locally. From our wide selection of national retail chains to our unique downtown shops, Jackson is a great place to spend the day, catch an exhibit, or grab some lunch or dinner from one of our national restaurant chains or local eateries. Spend the night in one of our national chain hotels. No matter what your plans, the City of Jackson and Jackson County in the rolling hills of Southern Ohio is a great way to spend the day. Just a friendly reminder from the City of Jackson Visitors and Conventions Commission. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV, where we have a new TV. Yay! You can see it! Yay! Look, it was like on cue. Very good. Um, and we have some special guests here on the program from uh, the DM Davis Choir. So yes. welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. If you would pull up a little bit there. I would just like to yes, say one quick thing about the TV real quick. You yes. should have seen me in here last night with this big old box dragging around this TV, <laughs> setting it up. And I, I had to turn into a handyman. I had to like start screwing stuff on, get it on the mount. It was an adventure of its own. I just just wanted to tell that real quick. Just like dad, on, dad on Christmas Eve. Yeah, trying to put all the yeah exactly. Together, right? Yeah. 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 It was like a really bad Santa Claus. <laughs> we could have, yeah, we should have brought you an elf or something. Santa. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, we are going to talk about something really, really cool going on this weekend. Yeah. So we are so excited to have you all back. Uh, if you could introduce yourselves, please. I'm Deanna Strop. I'm Rick Knoll. And Deanna's one of Rick's chicks, right? Uh, do, do you still do Rick's chicks? We new. haven't for a while, but we'll always be Rick's chicks. <laughs> And um, so you all have done something um, something a little different, not different, but it's cool because we now have the DM Davis choir, but then the women's choir as well. And that started a few years ago. Almost nine years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, everything's a few years ago to me. <laughs> that way we're not old. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy that one. Yeah. I graduated yeah. high school a few years ago. <laughs> that's Did what I just know? said. We were talking about uh, D. Merrill, and um, I'm, the question on the radio was, you know, how long had he been there? And, of course, you know, Rick not from here didn't know. And, heck, when I came here, I think you were two years old when I came here. <laughs> and um, I was just starting high school. But um, uh, he was our music director then. D. Merrill was always here. Yeah, I don't and know I said that was, just a, that was here. just a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, just a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, but he, he was absolutely. You know, and I've told Rick before, Rick kind of reminds me of a very much younger D. Merrill because D. Merrill was such a showman. Yes. You know, I mean, you really, you know, he, he he was kind, but he expected, you know, as much perfection as he could get out of a bunch of high school kids. But but he pulled it off. He did. And, and you know, I, I feel like as time goes on, sometimes people, I don't want to say forget, but they just mm -hmm. didn't live in the era right. of D. They didn't know Davis. him. That's right. Right. Yeah. And I um, was going to actually ask you guys to kind of talk about that for a minute because um, I was privileged enough to have D. Merrill um, speak at our wedding. He read a piece. Mm -hmm. It was really, really cool. And um, But I was not privileged enough to ever have him as a music teacher or, or a choir teacher. Um, we had a great uh, choir teacher, Mr. Heflin, so hey. <laughs> He left us though and went to Cincinnati. Not that I'm bitter or anything, but uh, but no, um, 
and he was great. But Dean Merrill was such a such a force to be mm-hmm. reckoned with when it came to music in right. our area. So what do you what do you all remember about him, Rick? You probably I never, weren't around I, for Dean Merrill. I never met Dean Merrill. I've only uh, I've only heard and just his reputation, and that you know. Uh, He's. I guess he set a bar that I'm still striving to try to get over. But uh, it, everything I've ever heard of him was just positive, mm-hmm. and, and the influence he had on this area not you know not just Jackson but this entire area just amazing. And right. it, it's kind of hard shoes to follow. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I just don't. You know, sometimes there are just shoes that need retired <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> because that's they're right. never going to that's be right. you know filled and and. Uh, of course, nobody would ever replace him, but uh, uh, maybe just, I always like to say, in addition to. Mm-hmm. And he was such a gentleman. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yep. So what do you remember about having D. Merrill as a, as a teacher? Well, I just, the, of course, the, the first thing, like I said, being, you know, new to, to Jackson High School, I think I was going in my sophomore year, and um you know, he, of course, you didn't have to audition, but he would bring you down in the front. I, I, as I remember, I think it wasn't like you were, you know, in front of a bunch of other people. I think the, the other kids were singing, you know, doing their practicing or whatever. But he would come, you know, bring you down so that he could find out what part. Yeah, you would be or singing, which are you, you know, an alto makes, or makes, soprano, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And um, or can you just not sing a lick? That was me. But uh, that was the first thing I remembered about him. But um, but no, I just it was always just you just felt so proud, you know, because you knew you know when you were on stage, you know that uh, you just you know you, we knew we had done the best. Yeah. Dag on you were good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that was because of him. Yeah. So if you could if you, if you have one memory of how he got you there, how how what would it be? Oh, I don't know. Um I can't really that's been t- It's just, been a few years ago. <laughs> it's been a week or two ago. I don't know. But but I I know that you know he was good friends with mother and daddy you know too yeah. and he and Juanita and um and of course you know uh, Megan Richendaller you know she is yes. his granddaughter yes. and um, we had his great granddaughter Jennifer yeah oh, not Jennifer but um Jenny yeah Jenny Powell uh, you know for one one Christmas episode I think that's awesome yeah so but um very cool well. So, and the reason we talk about D. Merrill and why this conversation started is the fact that you all are uh, members of choirs that are, you know, his namesake. Mm-hmm. And and um, so that's really, really cool. And the D.M. Da- uh, Davis Men's Choir started how many years ago now? Uh, 15 years ago. 15 years ago and has been going strong other than that stupid C word that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> we missed a year. Yeah. <laughs> we all missed a year. Like it just disappeared <laughs> off of, you know, we should all get an extra year of our life <laughs> just because true. of that stupid like that thing. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, so the men's choir started and then, um, what, how did the women's, did, did you all just, you know, a few ladies wanted to, we're singing well, in and or whatever, and then my husband Mike was in the choir then, and I was jealous <laughs> to tell you the <laughs> truth. <laughs> and I said something to Wilbur about. Um, I said, you know, do you ever think about having, you know, you know, some, some women? Chicks. Yeah, and um, I don't think Wilbur thought we could do it at all. He said, well, if you can get some women, you know, together. So we got fourteen, I think, the first right. time around. One of them being his own wife. Uh huh. And. Um, but uh, um, who is also my music teacher? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's that's kind of how how it went. I think you know we and then thank God, <laughs> thank you God. Rick, Rick drew the short Rick's... straw and had no. to take y'all on. No, it wasn't like that. When I heard that Wilbur was talking about bringing some of the wives on, some of the ladies on. I uh, I raised my hand and I said, "Hey, I said, you know, I would love to direct, and I I would I, I would love to take them under my wings." <laughs> I know. And, Boy, and, well, that was dumb. And, and uh, I'll take that group if you give it to me. And so 
Rangers. He did, and like Deanna said, uh, probably thought that that was going to be for one season. Yeah, I think that. And uh, we had so much fun that we just wouldn't let it stop. Yep. So we kept right That's on great. going. That's great. So almost nine years now. Yeah, so Isn't right, before, awesome? right before the COVID word, uh, mm-hmm. we uh, we had the ladies up to over 30 Yeah, 30 it was like voices. 32. Oh, yeah. wow. And... Uh, then, yep. like you said, that C word hit, and we kind of yeah, took we a haven't hit, recovered we're, from we're, that. We're growing again. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's been interesting. I don't think a lot of things have, you know, you, it's going to take a while yeah. for yeah. things yeah. to to get back to normal, and that's okay. People are still a little leery, and and uh, stupid things still out there floating around, uh, unfortunately. But. Um, so we, so you all started the men's choir, then the women's choir, and now sometimes you combine, which is super right. cool. Oftentimes, yeah. So what all do you have? So you have a concert this weekend. Let's talk about that. We do have a concert. That'll be Saturday night at the Marquet. Uh, be at seven o'clock. Um, if you're interested in coming, and I suggest come. Uh, the tickets right now, you can get them online for five dollars, or at the door, that'd be seven dollars. Um, we're doing something a little bit different this year. We have, I've invited the Oak Hill Choir, high school choir, to come join us and sing with us. That's awesome. And so they will be coming. And um, so I, I look for tickets. I'm, I'm hoping for a sellout. I think we'll have a sellout yeah. this, this weekend with uh, them bringing their parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and everything. Oh, fun. Them. So, yeah. So it's going to be exciting. Uh, they're their ladies are going to sing a number with our ladies. Uh, their men will sing a number with our men. Then we will combine and have a really, really large choir um, singing a few songs together. And then they will they will sing a couple songs of their own on, you know, that they're going to do. We're also going to have a cello this year. We're going to have trumpets. We're going to add percussion. So it's going to be exciting time. This is like turned into an extravaganza. <laughs> wow. Our, our biggest concern is where are we going to put everybody yeah, on stage? I, the stage is not that yeah. big. I'm sitting there thinking the same thing. I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Yeah. yeah if, you, if you want to see what we're going to do, you just have to come and, and witness it yourself. Right. Because we're not ex- even sure exactly what's going to happen. But there's going to be like people on people's shoulders and yeah. <laughs> on laps. It's fine. Singing from the audience. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, we'll, we'll be finishing, um, closing our concert out with the Hallelujah Chorus. And we, that will be one of the pieces we do, the combined <laughs> choir. So we'll have that over, will be powerful. over right. 60 voices, right. you know, singing the Hallelujah Chorus. It'll, oh. be, it'll be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And so now, are you all practicing together, or are you just going to go for it? Not yet. We okay. Are, no. Tomorrow night will be the yeah. first okay. night we practice together. Very but cool. I have been with going Oak down Hill. and yeah. uh, working a little bit with uh, the Oak Hill Choir in some of their uh, morning sessions that they 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 have choir at eight twenty in the morning. That's just ridiculous. Oof. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> makes me get out of bed on my day off. To go There's to not air early. in the in the you know in the or oxygen in the air at eight uh, not that, whatever coffee, in the morning. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, they're young and young whippersnappers. Yeah. They can do true. it. We can't. That's very true. That's true. <laughs> Brittany takes about fifteen minutes of her class time every morning just to warm them up, and I. I I always think that's kind of crazy, but then I think, well, probably at eight twenty in the morning, you need that. Mm, you need yeah, it. I'd say so. <laughs> Run around the building a few times before you come yeah, outside. Get the <clears throat> get it going. Um, <clears throat> no, that's so cool. So, what's kind of the theme of your concert this year? I know you guys always have kind of a little bit of a theme. It's called "Where Is Christmas," and of course, Ralph Brown, uh, one of our other directors. Um, he always writes the script, you know, for which I think that has become a real uh, significant part of our of our shows anymore um, is, is having a little you know, like a little narration. Little narration. Yeah. And of course, Bill Martin will be doing, you know, the narration as he always does. Judge Martin and yeah. um, Bill, Bill with the <clears throat> very he's so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> there was a time. Giant yeah, booming yeah, voice. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Um, but yeah, um, so where is Christmas? We're just gonna have to find out where it is. Okay, 
Very good. And can you give us a little teaser on some of the songs that we may hear? I, I was actually just thinking about this the other night. In in our past concerts, we've always done sang a lot of um, traditional songs, maybe some whimsical type songs. And when I looked over our list of songs this year, and uh, we don't have that many of those type songs. Mm-hmm. They're more... Uh, more about the true meaning of Christmas, more of the sacred variety, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> bigger, maybe bigger pieces, okay. um, more extravagant a little bit. Uh, Rick likes so. to challenge us. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but uh, like I said, it you know we will, we'll we'll have some of them fun pieces, but it's going to be more of a big choir sound I think throughout the entire program. Uh, again, completing you know finishing out with the Hallelujah chorus. So. And of course, with the cello now, you know, we've got, she's going to do what, two or three? Two, two songs. Two songs. And, That's and amazing. This, uh, we will be singing uh, one piece called Angels from the Realms of Glory, which everybody, you know, is familiar with that song, but that's, that's going to be done with uh, four hand piano. So we'll have two piano players playing the same piano at the same time. That's going to be kind of exciting. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> that's kind of fun. <laughs> So that, that'll be a lot of fun. Stevie Jarvis is, has been so faithful down oh. through the years. She started with this choir, and she's still playing. She's still our accompanist. And um, but then uh, Joyce McClurg will she plays for the Oak Hill Choir, and yeah. she'll be joining Stevie on the piano Great. for that one song, mm-hmm. "Angels from the Realms mm-hmm. of Glory." Uh, actually, Deanna picked that song out for us to do this year. So. <laughs> Wonderful, it's a very well, very and, nice piece. And with the cello, um, I think one of my favorite songs is that O Come Emmanuel and it's such a haunting you know especially with and it just kind of sounds nativity-ish <laughs> with use the, that in a sentence five times today <laughs> we'll make up nativity-ish. a lot of words <laughs> nativity-ish yep. I love that no it sounds like you all have added I mean man this is going to be an extravaganza mm-hmm. of of all kind of sorts and then we you said you'll combine everybody together for some pieces too right. Woo. that's gonna be wild it's exciting it <laughs> we, is we was mm-hmm. um kind of funny uh <clears throat> Brittany Kugel uh she's a music teacher at Oak Hill okay and great dear friend of mine uh but as she was in high school, we, I was kind, I kind of instructed her, and then she went on to college, learn music, um, come back, and now she's teaching. Um, so we have a we have a great relationship. So anything I ask her to do, I say, hey, won't you come and sing with us? Sure, you know. <laughs> but anyway, her husband was looking through the music they was going to do. And would her husband be Sam? Her husband would be Sam. He's the music <coughs> teacher at Benton County. Of Kugel's Cookies, uh, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, Kugel Cookies. <laughs> so I have a funny story about Sam to tell on him. Actually, he helped me out the other day. But but Sam was uh, looking through Brittany's music, and he got to the Hallelujah Chorus, and he goes, well, there's trumpet parts written in this song. And Brittany said, oh, yeah, yes, there is. And she, Sam says, well, how come you didn't ask me to do it? <laughs> She's in so, trouble. So Brittany gets on the phone. She calls me up one night, you know, um, and, hey, Rick, sorry to bother you. Uh, do you think you might want Sam to play the trumpet for the Hallelujah Chorus? Absolutely. You know, so, so Sam, he's a terrific piano player. Piano. A trumpet player. And That's he's, awesome. He's going to, him and I believe another gentleman from Jackson is going to be playing trumpets. So. That is so cool. I love horns anyway. <laughs> they're so cool. Um, Tell us about your story with so Sam. So, <laughs> Sam, God bless this the, his heart. So, the other day, so we opened the restaurant, right? Or the brewery in, in our new space. And we... <laughs> So we're like, okay, we're not going to do carryout orders uh, at first just to so everybody can kind of get their feet planted and whatever. And so the other night, Jamie comes out and he goes, uh, and he hands me a ticket and it says online order. Uh-oh. Sam Kugel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, 
what? Like, we don't even have our website up yet. I'm like, what? How, <laughs> how, how did that happen? <laughs> so I'm running around panicked. So I, I call Sam. I'm like, Sam, I'm going to make your order for you. We're really not doing carry out. I'm going to make your order for you, but I need to know how you ordered it. Because it's like, I have no idea. Like, where did you go to order that? And he's like, well, I just like Googled Sixth Sense and I went, and there was this button and it said, <laughs> you know, online order. So I clicked it and it gave me your menu and I ordered and it let me pay and everything. And I'm like, oh my God, like it's like this mystery thing. And so I am freaking out. Like I'm running around. So he comes in and we've got his order and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, here you go. I was like, so I finally got into like the back end of our like POS system. And there was like a button clicked for online ordering, but it wasn't, <laughs> I don't know how it got turned on or whatever. So luckily it was Sam and he was like super nice about it to tell me, but yeah. So you just Google it and evidently it's a miracle. I'm yeah. going to have a lot of fun with this. <laughs> I, well, so I said, Sam, while I have you on the phone, could you go back to where you went before and see if it's turned off now? He said, yes, it now, now it says it's turned off. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> What's so, this about co cookies? I don't know. Dylan, talk about the cookies. All right, I got a story on this. Okay. <laughs> so it didn't was know it was going to be a Sam Kugel show, did we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that either. Um, so it was middle school, and uh, he just started taking over as our assistant uh, director or yeah, band teacher. And um, sorry, it's been a minute. <laughs> But uh, a few so years, it's been quite a few years, a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm graduated now, but this was seventh grade. And uh, for some reason, this video just went viral of him on his personal YouTube channel. And it was like a cooking show. <laughs> and it was just a video he did. And he was um, making Google cookies. And he called them Google cookies. And he did, it was like a family recipe, like the Googles. And he went through and he just baked them. And he was telling you like step by step. And he'd get real close to the camera and look at it and be like, and then you put. <laughs> <laughs> like you really just went into character on it. And everybody in the school saw it. And it just went really popular. He ended up taking the video down. But it's still out there. All the kids reposted it on their Did he ever bring YouTube. you any yeah, cookies? Yeah, did he bring you cookies? Yeah, right after he took the video down, he came in and brought cookies in for everyone. And it became a tradition <laughs> that at the end of every year, he'd bring in the Google cookies. That's and honestly, cute. they were really good. Like, they were extra chocolate chip, real fatty cookies. Yeah, the star a little... I know. That, that, that I mean, is, I feel like it's like very catchy. <laughs> like surely, and that was really know. funny because um, we had a little get together a couple weeks ago, and Brittany and Sam comes in, and Brittany says, "Hey, look at these cookies I baked," and, and they were really, really good. They were. So I got a feeling that Brittany stole <laughs> Sam's recipe. She took she all the credit for that. Kugel's cookies. Yeah, they were kind of uh, like a chocolate chip, but they was really. Fluffy, really. Yeah, yeah that's I'll that's bet they it. Were. Now I know. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get it. Wait, Brittany's just sounding bad. She's taking a bad rap this morning. She's uh, stealing recipes, not letting her husband play the trumpet. But now that he's the director at, um, I think it's Vinton County. Vinton County, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, all the Jackson kids found some of the Vinton County ones and told them the story and showed them the video. So it's gonna follow them everywhere. Uh -oh. I need that video. <laughs> yeah he'll never he'll never get past the kugel cookies so anyway but he was very kind to help us out and and hopefully uh prevent a disaster at the new place <laughs> had these visions of all these online orders like just start coming in and like where make it stop i don't know how to make it stop so anyway that's the sam story and the cookie story so, all right, let's revisit the concert this weekend. Tell everybody the details once again. Uh, Saturday evening, Marquet Theater right here, Main Street, Jackson, uh, 7 o'clock. I would suggest if you're coming, come early because I am looking for a full house. Uh, with, Like I said, adding the Oakville Choir, mm -hmm. I think they're going to bring a lot of parents, family uh, to watch. So uh, I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, if you like Christmas music. Uh, the holiday this in you know, the holiday time mm -hmm. uh, it's a, it's a great night out you know go 
take your family to dinner and come on over to the theater mm-hmm. and enjoy dinner you know, and sit show. back and enjoy yeah. a nice relaxing evening. Marquet mm-hmm. is just beautiful inside if you've never been in it. Um, very, very comfortable. Seats are just oh, yeah, very. You, know, are. Mm-hmm. you can easily fall asleep in those mm-hmm. seats. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're very, very nice. And there's ones as yes, well. Right. Absolutely. So, so it's it it'd just be a fun evening to come out. Uh like I said, the DM Davis choirs, we you know, there there may be a couple of about it this time. So. <laughs> we can tell you we'd have to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's a wonderful and you know, listen, with the, the hustle and bustle of all the holiday and Christmas stuff and all the holiday stuff that sometimes people just get flat out flustered, mean, um, <laughs> frustrated. I mean, everything. Um, this would be a wonderful evening to just chill out. Right. Absolutely. You Absolutely. don't have to do anything but sit there <laughs> right. and listen to lovely Soak it in. music. Soak it in. Yeah. That's right. What and Christmas a, is all about. Yeah. And it's a great way to get yourself probably, uh, in the right frame of mind. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes we all go uh, not in the right frame of right. mind this time of the year. <laughs> now, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was like, gosh, people just get a little bit mean this time of the year. And you would think it would be the opposite, would, right? You, people would be, but they're just... would think so. Peace like, on earth. <laughs> yeah. Can't we just, but yeah, I mean, even people that are normally nice are not <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> well, that's where your stress comes in. Yes, I guess. it is. And, um, you know, it's, and when you stop, sit back and think about it, is this really that big of a deal? You know? Yeah. So just. That'd be one of the songs we sing. Peace, peace. Yeah. <laughs> and that will that's be true. with the Oakville Choir. That's also. a pretty one too. Yeah. In okay, fact, I like go. all Soak of them that this, this year. I like all of the songs. So there's usually one I can say I know. I like them all. Good. That's awesome. So a wonderful evening at the Marquet. If you want to get tickets ahead of time, which we would recommend, yes, uh, uh and you can buy them online, and they'll be ready for you at the box office or you can go in during um, market hours where the box office is open. And I think that's what noon to five. five. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I can't remember the days though. Now they change, so, they change them sometimes. I don't know. I, I thought it was Monday through Friday, yeah. but I could be wrong. I would say today I, I can guarantee you it will be open today and <laughs> you can check out the gallery, which is really right. cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's every every Tuesday when we practice. I I walk in and when they change that, I spend my first twenty minutes. Going I know. <laughs> exhibit we'll to exhibit to exhibit. You know, yeah. looking at those things. Yeah, no, and that's cool. And so you can check that out as well. So yeah. it's like two shows for the price of one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So get to the Marquet, check out uh, the D. Merrill Davis choirs, and also the Oak Hill Choir. Right. Which will be fantastic. And then the combination of all of those. Right. So mm-hmm. good. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Very good. All right. So do you guys have anything else? You know, I know you guys have gone to New York a couple times and done some things. Do you have anything planned fun? Uh, not at this mm-hmm. time. We don't have anything. We, once mm-hmm. we get through this show, then um, there's going to be some changes that... Uh, we can't talk about yet, but it's going to be looking a little different in the upcoming season. So. Okay. Very cool. <laughs> Jeez, they won't even tell me. That's not fun. Because you're kind of big now. Did you hear that? Well, I mean, there it is right there. Jeez. <laughs> How's mom, by the way? Mm. I know she fell. Yeah. She's she's uh, she's healing. Let's put That's it that good. way. That's good. Well, yeah. She home? No, no, <laughs> and not happy about it. <laughs> no, my mother. I God love her. I love her so much, but she gets herself into all kind of predicaments. <laughs> She's feisty. <laughs> and, That's a good uh, word for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did. Feisty fall. Phyllis. Feisty Phyllis. She fell and uh, broke her hip. But thank you for asking and. Uh, she's been kind of in a rehab thing because it's the break is not like uh, one where they would operate or replace it or something like that. It just needs to heal. Mm-hmm. 
So she has to sit still. <laughs> <laughs> has, has, have they been giving her knockout drugs? I, I hope so. <laughs> I truly hope so. Uh, but anyway, so yes, thank you for okay. asking. But she she's getting getting there. Okay, good deal. Slowly but surely. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, is there anything else while you're here you wanted to let our viewers know? I, I think can't so. think of anything. No, I don't no. think so. Uh, one more question. If you want to join uh, either of the choirs, how would you do so? Show up. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday evenings, ladies, 6 o'clock, men at 7.30. Well, uh, actually 7, seven now. 7 o'clock, yeah. Because I guess we're really... What yeah. we do, we meet yeah. every Tuesday evening at the Marquet. Okay. Um, and the ladies will meet at 6 o'clock. We will practice approximately an hour together. Then the men will come in. And they will sing along with the ladies for the next hour. And then the ladies go home at 8 o'clock. And the men stay for an additional hour for their practice by themselves. So, okay. So we so are at the Marquet from yeah. 6 to 9 every Tuesday evening. But, uh, like but when said, we're doing shows, we ain't really, we try to pack in some extra yeah. Yeah. practice time. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so very good. But just show so just up. Show There's up. no auditioning. Yeah. Just no. come in and no cost. All you, the only thing we ask is you enjoy singing, you yeah. enjoy music, and yeah. enjoy having a good time, and um, and just come in and give us a try. Even I mean, if you just want, you know, if you're not sure, you know, just come yeah. on in and just see how you how you like us. But um, but you know, we like it. At least come two or three times <laughs> to see what you know, it's all yeah, about. Yeah, give it a real yeah. try. Yeah, a real try. <laughs> you yeah. know, we lo we talked a lot about DM Davis, and uh, you know, but one other person we really need to thank is Wilbur McCormick right. because yeah. he's the one that put this group together, and uh, you know, he's just been amazing person. Uh, first of all, to start the group, yeah. Second, to keep it going for the you know this past fifteen years, and. Yeah. I can't say enough about him. He's just mm -hmm. been just been a wonderful leader. So. Right. He is. Aunt Carolyn had to put up with me in school. <laughs> <laughs> she survived it's that. It's no wonder she's in the shape she's I in. I know, right? <laughs> had to deal with all of us That's little right. little turds. <laughs> so. <laughs> she she was very sweet. Yeah, she is a sweetie. She is very much a sweetie. All right. Well, very good. Well, we'll let you guys get out of here. Okay. I know you have to practice and all that and, and get yourselves prepared for Saturday. So this is so good. All right. Yeah. Well, Thanks have for a Merry having Christmas. Us. Hey, you too. Mm -hmm. And uh, good luck. Break a leg. Thank all you. Right. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. And I expect you to tell me some secrets later. Okay. Well. Okay. They said, okay. No, she's still saying I have a big mouth. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do that weather, Dylan, and then we'll get back uh, and uh, talk about God knows what. We are back, and uh, Dylan made us a little preview there of some of our sponsors, so we want to thank you for that. Um, and today, looking like another beautiful day outside, uh, it is Wednesday, and actually today's Thursday, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, you put up Wednesday's weather. Huh. I just pulled that offline, though. That's weird. <laughs> All right. So, no big deal. Uh, but today is Thursday. So, there is a lot of sunshine in the forecast and um, still some pretty moderate temperatures all the way through the beginning of your work week. So, weekend looking pretty good. Sunday, a chance of rain in the forecast, but getting a little bit warmer, actually, up into the 50s uh, through the weekend. So, oh, there we go. It's basically the same, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> so we want to, uh, yeah, just let you know that it will be pretty moderate for this time of, of the year. And um, I don't know. I just feel like, honestly, if we're going to have precipitation, 
I didn't get to do that at the start of the show, so I had to do it now. <laughs> we got a big TV. It's huge. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I think I'm more blown away about this than you. I think so. Yeah, probably. Uh-huh. Uh, probably because I set it up. That was not something I would normally do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did a good job. Thank you. Look at it. It's working in everything. It is. It turned on. It did. It plays pictures. And it's on the wall. It didn't just like it's fall down. stuck on the wall, we think. I think so. I mean, there's a little wire sticking. It's just... Eh, I'll get it later. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> so I was talking about precipitation before you so rudely interrupted me with your TV. It's a TV, man. I got thing. to. Uh, would you rather have rain or snow this time of the year? Rain. I don't want snow. It, you don't like snow? I used to love snow, but you got to understand, every time it snows, I have to pull out a blowtorch. Why? Because my car is really old, and one time I went out during the snow, and my, my door was stuck, so I'm like, oh, that's not good, so I started pulling it, and then I, I didn't have anything to grip onto, so I pulled my handle really hard, and then, uh, yeah, my handle doesn't work so well now. So every time it freezes, the handle just stops working, and there's no way to get into my car. None of the other doors will open, not even the trunk. So I just have Wait, to... Wait, stop. Back up. What did you just say? None of my doors open, not even the trunk. So how do people get in your vehicle? Well, see, normally, if all else fails, we get a hold of the trunk and just pull it as best we can, because there is something to grip onto now. You're not going to break the handle. And then if I can get it open, I climb in through the back and I wiggle all the way up to the front seat and then I kick the driver's door open and then I'm good. But see, that's a terrible experience. I don't like snow because of my car. <laughs> but whenever I can't get like the Wait, trunk, where does the blowtorch come in? I'm getting to it. Okay. So whenever the door can't open and I, I can't get the trunk to open, the only thing I can do is get my handle to stop being frozen. So I have to pull out the blowtorch, and I have to heat it up very lightly. I don't want to burn my car, you know, or melt my handle. So I have to heat it very lightly. And my dad's a welder, so I, I've been taught a little bit. Okay. And I just have to, like, like ease on the trigger and get it to melt, like, the ice off of there. And then my, my door works. This sounds like the worst idea ever. I mean, it's the pickle mobile, man. You got to do what you got to do. I'm trying to get a new car. <laughs> Preferably one that one of the five opening doors works. Well, my cousin has one that's the same pickle mobile, but it's a little older and it has a uh, like one of them like tops where you can open it. I'm considering trading with him and just going in through the top. <laughs> like the sunroof? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> It'll be like a G.I. Joe mission or something. <laughs> So funny story about that. My husband's truck locks itself a lot of times and it's got a sliding glass window in the back. So he's got to like break that open and yeah, yeah wiggle his way through. That's what I'm, <laughs> I might have to do. Yeah. So <sighs> yes, that's if happened I can't, more than once. If he won't trade me his old pickle mobile, maybe I can at least trade doors. Because his door is like good, it works and it matches the car, so maybe the pickle mobile will at least have a matching door now. So, things to think about in the pickle mobile world. I guess so. Okay, blow torches, and so I guess I understand why you don't like snow. Mm-hmm. I guess this time of the year, I think I'd rather see snow than rain, just because it's pretty this yeah. time of the year. Then it can, you know, go back to being 75. If I had a normal car, I would gladly agree with you. I feel I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I can take the, what was it, Vanzilla or whatever they call it, the old radio mobile. Perhaps maybe I can you drive You mean the big that brown around. turd? Yeah. It might be an upgrade from the pickle mobile. I mean, does, the I door, so. does his doors open? I mean, I think his doors are open and he doesn't run. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess maybe not then. I mean, you can sit in it all day long. <laughs> you just can't move. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that then. Yeah, no. Yeah. So what else is going on? Well, off the air, you told me that 
if they were if we didn't get if the guests leave, then I ought to come up with something. Yes. So I came up with something. Okay. I got a story about yesterday, a story about Jim and Santa, and a story about a tumbleweed. Uh, well, just please share. All right. So yesterday, basically the TV man, you got to understand the journey I went through with that. I I just. There was a TV, and I was like, hey, that'd be pretty cool if we had that. And I got it, and I had to go all the way up to Chillicothe to film an ad for Danbury. Uh-huh. And then I came all the way back here, and it's like 6 o'clock, and I'm in here just drugging around this giant TV. And it's just, it was something you had to see. I mean, Todd <laughs> saw me, and he, <laughs> me and Todd will forever share that moment. <laughs> Did he offer to help? Yeah, he okay. helped me out with it. That's good. So I didn't do it completely alone. I had Todd. Thank you, Todd. But it was just, I, if you saw the moment, you'd understand. It was <laughs> something to see. <laughs> I mean, me, not a not the kind of guy to set up a TV. I'm the kind <laughs> of guy to like press the right buttons on the TV. Yeah. But me just logging around this massive TV was something to be witnessed. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But at least I got Moe's out of it because I went to Chillicothe. You ever been to Moe's? I have. I, I actually quite like it. Yeah. It's, to I don't me, get it's there like the very best often. burrito place. I love Moe's. I yeah. always get double chicken. And it's weird because it's in a like a truck stop. Like it, it's, it is. It's in a gas station. Yeah. But no, I mean, normally it's really gas good. station food isn't good, but this is good. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I got Moe's. I came back here and I put up a TV. That is, that is a day I did not see coming on my, on my, my college break. <laughs> Understood. So have you ever, um, so I noticed in, in Circleville, they opened beside the Taco Bell, this other taco place called Del Taco. Did Hmm. you ever eat there? No, I've never been to Del Taco. I've heard of it, but I've never had it. Well, you ain't going anymore because, uh, it closed. Oh, short lived. I kind of liked it though. I thought it was pretty good. Well, you know, a friend of mine really likes something. He likes Christmas, and his name is Salesman Jim. Okay. So Salesman Jim really likes to celebrate the holiday season, and the esports team and esports media team got together, and they made a skit, and I thought we could play it today so Salesman Jim can share how much he just loves Christmas. I think that's a fantastic idea. And let's, let's see what, what they're up to. He up has a special, a special Santa. <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't quite see you there. Here, come sit down. Let me tell you a little bit about Christmas. You see this hat here? You might recognize it if you've seen any of, the, any of those old Christmas stories. I got it from a friend up north. A friend of mine, you might know him, Frosty the Snowman. Quite a jolly fellow. Oh, and another one of my friends. Of course, the man with the big white beard, the big red suit and the sack of gifts over his shoulder. Santa Claus, of course, you know him. Oh, and of course, he's told me the true meaning of Christmas, and he's told me to tell you that- No, 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 He's not told you the true meaning, because Santa is not real. Well, that's insane, of course he's real. Where do you think I got this from? From your parents. No, that's not true, okay. What about that guy on the side of the road with the red coat on and the big white beard? That's homeless Bob. Oh. Well, who eats all the cooking milkies at night then, huh? You mean milk and cookies? That's homeless Bob as well. He breaks people's houses and steals them. No, that's... that's insane. Get out of here. No. None of that's true. Don't, Don't pay attention to him. Now, where was I? Oh, of course. The true meaning of Christmas is to buy Salesman Jim's products for all of your friends and relatives. Jim's products, a real life replica of Frosty the Snowman's hat, now on sale for $199.99. Yeah, I don't have a lot of words for that skit, but they made their Christmas skit, and I mean, I I like it. Kind of surprised me a little bit, but I like their skit. Yeah. So, where did the guy come in? <laughs> Which guy? 
The homeless guy. What was that all about? <laughs> I think that he was trying to say that, of course, Santa's real. I've seen him on the side of the road. You know, the jolly fellow with the big red coat. Oh. And then he was saying, like, that's not Santa. That's homeless Bob. Oh, gotcha. So where did he get that? That frosty hat's really good. I'm not sure. My my guess to how that whole skit. I guess you get it for skit, or whatever. Apparently. <laughs> My guess is that basically he just kind of had it sitting around his house and he was just like, hey, I have a frosty hat. You can buy hat. that from Salesman Jim. Yep. Salesman Jim and his Salesman Jim Incorporated products. <laughs> I mean, when I started, he was just Salesman Jim. I guess he's like a whole business guy now. He's got his own company. He's got his own. Yeah, he's selling all kinds of mean, stuff. Last I remember, they weren't buying nothing, but I, I guess it must have turned around. You got it. <laughs> Finally worked out for him. Absolutely. He's persistent. Persistent. Well, you Jim. have to be to be a good salesman. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Persistence man, Jim. Yes, very much so. So what else is going on? What What else you got there? All right. So I got to find it here. Do, 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 do. I have a news story. Okay. A car-sized tumbleweed made quite a scene on a California highway. A car a car. Size tumbleweed. Size tumbleweed. That's terrifying. It is. Imagine you're driving down the road and just a giant tumbleweed's driving next to you. That would be weird. It would. Be like, that's like the things that movies are made about. Yeah. That, <gasps> we should start. We should come up with a movie idea. Attack of the tumbleweed. Hmm. So is it like wait the killer tumbleweed? So is it like a Halloween themed movie where it's like like the tumbleweed's the killer, or is it like one of them disaster films like a like a what was it like a tornado or something like that? Sharknado, Sharknado stuff like that. I mean that's as as insane as the killer tumbleweed. Yeah, I think the tumbleweed should have a mind and it like goes and tries to like suck people into it. I think that would be a good idea, but at some point in the movie. We've got to see Meth Gator in it. Meth Gator? Mm-hmm. Okay. We could have a Meth Gator mm-hmm. for sure. And then... It absorbs the Meth Gator and it's like the Meth Gator like drives the tumbleweed. We could do that. And then... How, let's see. How does it meet its demise? Somebody burns it up. Yeah, someone just someone like throws their cigarette out of, their, <gasps> out of their car and it catches fire there to you it. Flip <laughs> the cigarette out and it goes, oh! And, and then maybe we can get like maybe we can get like some sort of sponsorship from like uh, what was it the forest fire bear, Smokey the bear, Smokey the bear. I like it. See, yeah. no, he defeats him. <laughs> Smokey the bear just stamps him out. Exactly. He throws a little like a little tiny like flick of fire at it and is like, "See, kids, that's why you got to be careful." Yes. Unless it's a killer tumbleweed. Unless it's a killer killer tumbleweed and then we want you to catch it on fire. Exactly. There are some times it's okay to catch things on fire as long as it like stops people from getting hurt. Yes, absolutely. Instead of hurting them. So I funny story about that. When we first bought our land, uh, where our house is now, it was all completely wooded. And so my father in law uh took like a bulldozer and uh cleaned a lot of the stuff he you know pushed a lot of the brush up into a pile that we would burn you know to make it go away so <laughs> the neighbor one of our neighbors at the time has we there was this one pile that we could not get to burn because it got wet and whatever and <laughs> one of the so the neighbor comes over one day and we come out there and he's got like a garden hose like spraying the the pile and his grandson had been out playing with matches and caught the thing on fire. Oh, we were like, no, well, you should have let it burn. <laughs> we couldn't catch it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so good for him. <laughs> it, it was actually a good thing, Yeah. <laughs> but no, it got to be like a joke. Cause it was like funny. The little kid caught it on fire, but we couldn't figure out how to. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. They could do it by accident. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, what was his secret ingredient? There? I don't like, know. What, I never asked. What is the special thing the kid did? Did he like, like rub around on it first, like you roll around it and got it dry somehow. Or... Oh, so funny. Little I mean, well, it be... could have been really bad. It, it could have, yeah. And a little kids shouldn't be playing with fire. Little kids, man, they have like superpowers. Yeah. They can do weird things adults just can't figure out. Exactly. But also adults can figure out things that they just can't figure out. Like when you're a little kid and you're like, hey, I can't find my toy. 
and then you like search around forever and then you ask your mom like hey where is it and then she walks in it's like it's right there yeah <laughs> so somehow they can do things that adults can't yet they can't do things that like i don't know it's weird it goes both ways it does you're exactly right like you know use technology here's a two-year-old it can teach me he can teach me how to use my iphone <laughs> yeah so, do you have a video of the killer tumbleweed? Now I that do. we've come up with an entire movie plot. So, a giant tumbleweed. Nobody steal it. It's Don't ours. steal our idea. We have uh, video evidence. We do. A giant tumbleweed, roughly the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, was spotted <laughs> hurtling its way down a four-lane road in California this week. The jaunty brown bundle of brush was captured on video and posted on Tuesday on X, formerly known as Twitter. I don't like that change uh, where it has gained a gathered a number of fans who have compared it to a giant hairball belly lint gone ah. wild. <laughs> and the, the critters, oh, critters from the upon oh, man, these words are weird. Upon eponymously named 1986 sci-fi horror movie. So here's the giant tumbleweed. Maybe. Maybe. If I can figure out how to work this thing. <laughs> I'm doing it all remotely. Well, you played it a minute ago and you didn't oh, mean no. to. <laughs> We're going to play it. <gasps> it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> it looks like a round bale of hay. It does. What? Look at that thing. Yeah, we need a movie about that. We do. That is crazy. Look at that thing. It's huge. What would you do if you saw that thing driving down the or running down the road? I don't know, man. I, I'd probably just get my phone out and do exactly what that guy did, get a video of it and go viral. You wonder if that like hit your car. Like I wonder how heavy it is. Yeah. I wonder if it could do any damage. Like would it just be know. something you drive through and it looks like a little cartoon, like you just ran through it. it. <laughs> yeah, like Wally Coyote just running into the wall. I don't know. Or is it gonna like, you know, bust your windshield and crash your car up? I don't know. It's hard to tell what kind of damage that thing could do. I guess it kind of comes down to how heavy it is. Like, how heavy do you think a bunch of well, like, if it's got meth gator be? in the middle of it, it's going to be pretty. Yeah, heavy. if meth gator's there, you're going to be wrecked. Although meth gator would probably be a little bit dizzy considering it, it rolls. Yeah. So just yeah. saying. It'd be all kind. He'd of, be puking on the side of the road. Yeah, <laughs> meth gator. I mean, you know, he's kind of hopped up on meth, but you know. yeah. I mean, I guess at that point he might not feel anything. He might just be like Superman. Oh, but man, that arms. is that is huge. Yeah, that's big. It's weird the way it like flops, like it, it like falls down and just keeps like, rolling. How does that develop? I don't know. Like, did someone just like was it like a did tornado came it? through and got a bunch of hay, or <laughs> did it just build up? Was it just collecting and just getting yeah, bigger? Yeah, is it like gathering as it goes? Yeah. And where is the tumbleweed today? That's a good question. I bet I bet it landed in like a, a wa like water somewhere. Like got stuck in a creek. Maybe. Or a lake. Just sunk to the bottom. It could be. It could be. I don't know. Oh, they're loud out there. <laughs> yeah. There's a powwow going on in the off in the hallway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody must be listening. They were like, oh, sorry. <laughs> hey Josh. <laughs> very funny no uh yeah okay, well yeah we'll come up with a good movie plot for that yeah i mean there's a lot of stories you can make out of a giant tumbleweed like it could end up in so many situations it could be like the cause of some sort of major disaster or it could start its own little tumbleweed family you never Ooh, know like mommy and daddy tumbleweed yeah like imagine it's like in the middle of like destroying a town and then, like, it looks among the chaos and sees it's another like, giant tumbleweed. I love you. You're so, you're the prettiest tumbleweed I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, but then it, like, turns him down and it, like, gets all sad and, like, rolls away. It's like a and Hallmark then, movie. Yeah, and then she, like, goes to an airplane and, like, gets on the airplane, like, on top of it, just tumbling around. And then she's like, no, I love him and, like, <laughs> like stops the plane and runs after it. Yeah, I, could, I see it all. Yeah. All it's got like thing. a little hat on, like it's traveling. <laughs> <laughs> it's got or, a little tumbleweed suitcase. Or we could go the other way and it just like destroys a bunch of cities, like Godzilla. Just tumbling through. It just buildings. tumbles across the United States. Yeah. 
It, like get makes it all the way to Mexico. And then we could have Tumbleweed takes Europe or something. Yeah. And then it just like. And then it gets like three more movies and they all get less and less popular until we do a really crappy spinoff. Yeah. And then I don't know where it gets rebooted and takes over the world. I like it. We gotta be like money. George Lucas about this. We gotta plan out yeah. one, two, three. Steven Spielberg. And then come back and make a prequel of one, two, three. Yes. How Tumbleweed got made. And then act like we had it planned the whole time. Yes. And then let Disney buy to make three terrible movies. Yes. Let's do that. Yeah. All of that. And then we can just sit in the background and be like, I didn't say we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's gonna ask us, like, is this canon? And then we're gonna be like, yes, no. Maybe. <laughs> so you're out for Christmas break, right? Mm-hmm. And then how? What, when do you have to go back to school? I think I have either two or three weeks. I didn't actually figure out how many, but I know it's a good minute. Well, I'm guessing that you don't have to go back after till January after January six. That's when I move in my dorm. So okay, that's when I'll. So be you around. are going to leave the nest and go live in a dorm at mm-hmm. Rio. Definitely. That is what I am going to do. Oh, this is going to be an adventure. I know. It's like the new season of a long series we've been watching. Yeah. New chapter. Was, are you excited or are you like scared or, you, you know, like... I was really excited because I was willing to pay for the single dorm and I was like, here we go. I'm going to get a single dorm. I'll be on my own. And then they told me, yeah, we don't have any single dorms available. Uh-huh. So now I got to get a dun-dun-dun roommate. May the force be with you. Godspeed on the roommate It's going to go one of two ways. Yes, We're either going to become lifelong best friends. Yes. Or I'm going to hate them. Yes. And they'll randomly just drop out or be stuck with me forever. Yes. All, one of those two things will happen. I promise you. <laughs> Let's hope it's the first one. <laughs> or we might go to like the third option where like we hate each other at first and then we slowly bond and it's like uh it's like a long musical. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, that's probably not gonna that's happen. That's not gonna happen. So do you get to pick your roommate or are they just like, surprise, here's, you know, Ralph? I think it's a surprise, but I bet I could pick one if I wanted to, but I don't know. See, the only people I'm cool with in college either have a roommate already or they're CCP students. Okay. So obviously CCP is not living on campus. Right. So what are the dorms like? Have you seen them? No. (laughs) You don't even know where you're going to like live? Nope, not a clue. I'm just going with the flow. So nobody's like said, okay, you're going to live in dorm XYZ? Nope. I just said, like, hey, you know, I'm going to live on campus. And, like, all right, we got you signed up. And I said, cool. And they're like, you're moving dates January 6th. When do you learn where you're supposed to move into? I think it's supposed to be like either this week or next week. But I'm not entirely sure. I mean, there, there wasn't like no pamphlet to follow or instruction guide. It's just like, I mean, maybe if I would have signed up like beginning of the year instead yeah. of halfway through, <laughs> then that, that might have made it a little easier. But no, nah, I'm doing it this semester. So, so my freshman year, uh, yeah, my roommate was wild. I remember you telling me the story. I can't tell any of the stories about my roommate freshman mm-hmm. year on the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully I'll be able to tell mine. <laughs> she didn't come back after Christmas, though. So Yeah, she- well, I, I'd be the person taking her spot, basically. <laughs> So I did have a room, my room by myself the rest of the freshman year. That'd be nice. Sadly, I can't do that. Even even if even though I'm willing to pay, I still can't do it. Yeah, it's just I'm not on. I'm too far back on the waiting list. It's gonna take me like another two or three years to get that point. But by that point, I'll be graduated because I'm only doing an associates. So I'm stuck with a roommate. Unless well, I can, like, plead my way in. <laughs> it'll be fun. You'll have a good time. I think so. Yeah. Regardless. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Regardless, you, it builds character, whether you get along or don't get along or, you know, whatever. You're pretty 
peaceful person. You, you yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be along. the one like like raging a big party or anything in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be the one like put my like my headphones on, trying to go to sleep with a book over my face. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be more of that one. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, he's such an old soul. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have to get out of here for the day. I assume we're going to do some news tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So you never know. But uh, have a great day. We thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for the giant tumbleweed story. And no problem. Don't forget the uh, DM uh, D. Merrill Davis Choir, the DM Davis Choir uh, Christmas show this coming Saturday at the Marquee. It's going to be fantastic. Get your tickets now. Uh, combined with the Oak Hill choirs and that will be awesome. So uh, I want to thank them for coming in. So we'll see you tomorrow, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you guys.